You're listening to the Sped Prep Academy podcast. Your host, Jennifer Hofferber, is an award-winning veteran special educator who shares her experience, knowledge, and passion to help other special educators survive and thrive in this profession. Join her and other guests as they share tips and tricks of the trade for the ever-crazy, completely overwhelming, laugh-so-you-don't-cry profession of being a special education teacher. Hey there, welcome back to the Sped Prep Academy podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer, and if you are a special educator, then this is the place to be. I'm going to be right by your side, helping you learn everything you can about building and operating a successful department. On today's show, I'm going to be sharing about the importance of being coachable. The best teachers are those who are constantly questioning their practice and reflecting on how to improve. But just like individuals in other fields, teachers need personal and professional coaching. We need someone in our corner who gets us, who speaks our language and asks us the questions we need to answer in order to unlock our unique strengths and to give us support to improve our weaknesses. You know, change is hard. I've always known this to be true, but it's a different story to actually be in the depths of living it. But as hard as it is, it's also very exciting. This next school year, I will be making the move from teaching children to teaching adults, a move that has been in my brain and on my heart and on my wish list, if I'm honest, for many years, and it's finally becoming a reality for my day-to-day life. And while I'm not ready to discuss the emotional struggles I've had with leaving my co-teacher of 27 years and the program that we've built together and the students and the parents I love and who love me, I am ready to discuss the reason I wanted to make the change. And that reason is you. You are the reason I created my business. You are the reason I record this podcast every week. You are the basis for the courses that I create. Helping you become great is what motivates me. It's what keeps me up at night. It's what I think about during long, hot showers. How can I be the best mentor, the best teacher, the best leader, the best coach I can be for you? And what better way to help me teach you than to be working in a position where I'm able to help other teachers full time. My new position is titled Instructional Coach for Special Educators, and I will be assisting the teachers and interim instructors within my district on how to become great special educators. And I kind of like that term coach. I love sports and sports analogies and sports references. And I actually have quotes from famous coaches around my desk area that inspire me daily. So in keeping with the coaching theme, today I want to talk about blind sides or blind spots and how with the help of coaching, you can move past those blind spots to become the best dang special educator around. You may remember the movie Blind Side, which is based on the true story of Michael Orr, who was a homeless and traumatized teenager who became an All-American football player and first round NFL draft pick with the help of key individuals in his life who cared for him and supported him so that he could use his God-given talents to be successful. So what exactly is a blind side? A blind side is the area where a person's view is obstructed an area in which a person lacks understanding or impartiality, a point within the normal range where there is unusually weak reception. If you've ever played sports, and even if you haven't, you know that great coaches can help you change the way you play the game. It's not that they take over your spot and play for you, but they teach you how to become more aggressive, how to work smarter, and how to get you to a place where you know what to do when they're not around. And when relating this to education, specifically special education, when you are, quote, 
in it when you are living the life of a special educator day in and day out and you are struggling to keep your head above water. It's so hard to be able to see things that we may be doing wrong or things that we could be doing better. The coaches provide you with that outside perspective that you are missing. They can see those missing things for us, which can then help us perform at a higher level. That outside perspective can help us see our blind spots as educators. So what is an instructional coach? An instructional coach is an educational leader who works in a school or a district to support teachers in reaching their goals. Effective instructional coaches serve as thought partners. They build relationships based on trust and mutual respect, and they provide reflective feedback rather than making judgments. While many schools have a formal system for instructional coaching, there are some variations. Some schools have multiple coaches, whereas others have one coach per building or one coach across multiple buildings. In some schools, coaches specialize in content such as literacy, math, or technology, while other schools have grade band coaches who support all the content areas. The best coaches also engage as learners, supporting others as they share their expertise within the school community. Now, there may be no such thing as a typical day in the life of an instructional coach, but there are several things that instructional coaches might do. At the school level, instructional coaches often facilitate professional development. They dissect school data, curriculum, instructional practices, policies, and processes to help their teachers understand. At the classroom level, they may meet with teachers and teams to discuss student evidence, plan for instruction, analyze student work, and provide resources. Coaches might also co-teach lessons and debrief afterward to determine next steps. Coaches work alongside teachers and students in the classrooms, observing and collecting data to inform future instruction. They also regularly engage in professional learning themselves to grow their own knowledge so that they are able to support the ongoing needs of those with whom they work. So why is this important? Why is an instructional coach an important role in a school setting? Instructional coaching is important because it builds teacher capacity and efficacy. Coaches and teachers engage in asset-based conversations focused on student learning and student growth rather than on, quote, fixing teachers. These coach-teacher partnerships also promote positive school climate and culture, which are essential for both student and teacher success. An increased sense of belonging leads to increased student achievement and decreased educator turnover. When I was first introduced to the concept of instructional coaches, I felt that they were there to help underachieving teachers. But in reality, instructional coaches should be used to help all teachers. Think about it. Do sports coaches only coach the weakest players on a team? Of course not. They coach the first round draft picks as well as the second, third, and so on. Track coaches coach the fastest runners as well as the slowest runners. Basketball coaches coach the starters as well as the bench. And for the world of education, the best student outcomes, greater teacher retention and quality instruction comes when all teachers are supported and invested in. And that's why even the best teachers in schools can use an instructional coach. So what are some other benefits of having an instructional coach? They can act as a sounding board. I know I've always felt better about my plans when I've had another teacher act as a sounding board. A coach can be helpful in this way because he or she has time built into their schedule for this purpose. Whereas fellow teachers are busy planning their own classes, writing their own IEPs, and doing their own paperwork. Instructional coaches can also provide an extra pair of hands in the classroom. Sometimes teachers want to attempt something new or avoid doing something because it's difficult to manage. This is where an instructional coach can be a huge assistance. 
For instance, a coach can assist a teacher with classroom management when trying out stations for the first time. They can guest teach a lesson that the teacher feels unsure about. They can model new technology to help the teacher and the students get comfortable. Some coaches will even cover a class so that the teacher can observe or collaborate with another teacher. And instructional coaches can provide personalized professional development. And this one is truly the one that I'm most excited about because As teachers, none of us are created the same. We all have our individual strengths and weaknesses. And I can't tell you how many times I've sat through a professional development opportunity and it doesn't apply to me at all. And so I I know that instructional coaches can provide that personalized piece where you are training teachers on the specific areas that they feel they need help on. So whether you need a sounding board, a fresh perspective, a collaborative partner, or just a cheerleader, coaches can help teachers set goals, work toward them, and reflect on the process. The instructional coach helps teachers research and implement new ideas, provide resources, or co-teach lessons. There are no limits to how a coach can help even the most effective teams grow as practitioners. And like I said in the intro, the best teachers and teams of teachers want to grow. And our students deserve the best teachers, right? And yet so often we do not have enough time, support, or resources to serve our students well. Instructional coaches help fill that gap, and they play an instrumental role in helping schools, both low- and high-achieving schools, reach their absolute highest capacity for helping students. So what I want you to get out of this episode is I want you to be willing to be coached, whether that's from someone in your district, whether it's from someone like me who has years and years of experience. Being coachable is one of life's most important skills and attitudes, whether or not you're an athlete. If you're any kind of person who wishes to grow, learn, improve, excel, or perform better, you should care about whether or not you're coachable. In other words, being coachable relates to a happy, productive life. It means you're ready to do what it takes to change, transform, improve, or excel, whatever that means for you and your situation. So when I teach my students, in order for them to understand something, I teach them what it's not. So let's take a look at the the alternative attitude just for comparison's sake. Someone who is not being coachable will display many different kinds of behaviors, and these can include, but they're not limited to, always thinking that they're right, not willing to learn new things, not being open to change, negativity, pessimism, eye-rolling during constructive criticism, inability to self-reflect, don't care about improving their life or relationships, thinking they already know how to do everything, disrespecting of others and or others' opinions, generally unwilling to learn, grow, or do what it takes to improve, putting other people down. And I could go on and on. There's so many more. But when you look at the characteristics of someone who is coachable, it's easy to see that they are individuals who will succeed in life when it comes to happiness and attitude. The way that coachable people interact in the world continually helps them when they're striving for growth, learning, and success. The attitude of someone who's coachable is easygoing, open, and receptive, making anything they want to do in their life seem doable. They become an inspiration to those around them because they get results. There's one thing that being coachable is not, and that's weak or disempowered. Sometimes people relate being open and able to listen to feedback from another person to being a pushover or weak. Some may feel that if they seek out coaching, it means they aren't good enough. Being coachable doesn't mean you have to surrender and you don't have an opinion of your own. 
It means that you have awareness, perseverance, and determination to seek out someone or something to help you be better. It means you're willing to have a discussion about something that might help you improve a skill or part of your life that you want to improve. Being coachable, even if it makes you feel vulnerable, is the secret to achieving many or most of your dreams. Being coachable is about the awareness and the ability to take the gold nuggets from a situation and use them to your advantage. There is wisdom in being coachable. It means you're paying attention to other people and the experience, wisdom, skills, and knowledge that they've learned, and you're willing to listen close enough to see what they have that might help you on your own journey. So you might be thinking, okay, I am willing to be coached, but my district doesn't have instructional coaches, or even if they do, they don't support special education teachers like they need to be supported. And I totally get that. My district has had instructional coaches for probably 10 years, if not longer. And while they were intended to support all teachers, it always felt like they didn't have the proper training themselves to be able to coach special educators, to coach us. So where can you get coaching if you aren't provided one within your district? Great question. Facebook groups are a good place to start. Join some groups that fall within your niche area, whether that's resource or self-contained, preschool, high school, whatever area you're in, you will be able to find groups that are supportive where you can safely ask questions and get answers. Podcasts are another avenue that can be beneficial. Since you are already listening to this podcast, you are aware that support can be found in the audio world. Seek out what it is you need, whether that is in leadership, curriculum, working with parents. There are many different podcasts from special education leaders within the field that will provide you with invaluable information. You can also look into courses. This is an area that is growing substantially right now and putting forth a little bit of money. And and most of these classes aren't expensive at all, but just putting forth a little bit of money to help you grow professionally might be just the thing that you need. Another one is mentors. Find somebody within your district that doesn't have an instructional coach title, but is willing to be your mentor. Somebody that has been there in the district for a while and they know the ropes. They know what you need to learn. They know what you need to do to be successful. And they're willing to lead you in a positive way and help you learn the ropes. And then if you do have instructional coaches within your own district, reach out to them. Don't assume that they know you need help. Put them to work and be willing and open to learning. Take their feedback as fuel for your own personal growth. I define coaching as the practice of engaging in reflection, contemplation, and problem solving, which seeks to drive personal and professional momentum toward a happier and more fulfilled life. And don't we all deserve that? Doesn't that sound like a breath of fresh air to just hear the words momentum and happier and more fulfilled? Last week, I shared the famous Socrates quote, the unexamined life is not worth living. And it applies to this week's episode so well. It speaks to the fact that when life becomes that blur that we are just trying to keep up with, it isn't really worth anything. It drains us personally. It keeps us in a perpetual loop that feels busy, but it isn't really getting us anywhere. It's like we have our foot on the gas and we keep pressing and pressing harder and harder, but because we aren't in gear, we continue to go nowhere. Examining your life is critical if you want any forward momentum. Coaching is all about visioning where you want to go with your life, assessing where you are currently, and determining a roadmap for how to get there. But it also means showing up and letting our true authentic selves be seen, mistakes and all. 
It means being confident enough in ourselves and the path our lives are on to take risks with our careers, to chase after our goals, and to be completely and totally coachable. Thank you for sticking with me until the end. I can tell that just by listening to this show that you are just as dedicated to the field of special education as I am, and you want to grow into an amazing educator, and I'm here for it. I'm here for you, and I am so thrilled to be able to share all of my wisdom of being a veteran SPED teacher on the SPED Prep Academy podcast. If you are not subscribed to the newsletter, I encourage you to go to www.spedprepacademy.com quiz and take the short little quiz that will help you unlock the superpowers you never knew you possessed and discover the kryptonite that's been holding you back from becoming an amazing teacher for your staff. It will only take a minute or two of your time and it will give you clarity on how to better manage your department. And by completing the quiz, you'll be added to the email list so that you can receive the weekly newsletter that shares even more knowledge, inspiration, support, and discounts to different products that I've made just for you. So again, that's spedprepacademy.com slash quiz. If you're enjoying this podcast and want to share it with friends, go ahead and screenshot an image of your favorite episode and tag me on Instagram. You can also subscribe to the show and leave a review. They give an instant boost to my ego and they help others find the podcast as well. If you liked what you heard today and realized you found your SPED soulmate, please subscribe and then head over to spedprepacademy.com slash podcast to check out the show notes and sign up to be notified each time a new episode airs. Go out and have an amazing day and I'll catch you on the next episode.